Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the VSIN Bet Center. You know the tradition down there at Churchill Downs on Kentucky Derby Day, James. The ladies wear their great hats, and uh, the men come out all decked in their suits. And, uh, you know, everybody dresses to the nines, has a mint julep or two. Well, you know, I had to bring my hat in decorated with roses. I got my Warriors jersey on today. You know, I'm fully into the first Saturday in May. We thought that they were going to be uh, running this race at 3.57 Pacific time, but they are now just getting to the gate as we speak. So maybe we'll have a, a little bit of live action here in the segment. I know you're with me on the 10 horse, Zandon, and uh, I, I think I've got you fired up, James. You know, the hat, you know, I mean, we're in the spirit of things now. Maybe a little Woodford Reserve, too, in honor of uh, the Kentucky, uh, in honor of the state of Kentucky. We, I can get involved with that. I'm not going to go the hat route, uh, but but thinking about, yeah, hopefully they get this race going before our show ends. I think we got three more hours, so maybe we'll squeeze this in. But yeah, I think for here, for you getting psyched up, I'm a little psyched up. I, I think about the uh, the the old Rodney Dangerfield movie, Easy Money, when they go to the track and they got like a fifty to one long shot that they think is coming in, and he's fired up. We're going to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii, <laughs> and then he starts to tank the race, and I'm not going to Hawaii. And Joe Pesci ends up fighting the jockey, and I don't know. Well, I'm probably dating myself for how old that movie is for the for for the youngins that haven't seen it. But that's uh, that's that can inspire a little fun when we're talking about in, enjoying and watching the horse race too. Yeah, that's a pretty classic movie indeed. Uh, they are entering the gate. Looks like uh, we still have uh, three or four more horses to get in the gate there at Churchill Downs. Looks like this race will probably go off in about the next 60 to 90 seconds. Uh, James, we've talked about the uh, double dip in Las Vegas. Not a bad double dip in the Bay Area as well today. You can probably squeeze in the first three or four innings of action at the Giants game and then make your way over to the Chase Center in San Francisco and catch the Warriors game for the nightcap. And we will preview both the baseball game and the basketball game coming up here momentarily. The Giants, Logan Webb facing Steven Matz and the Cardinals. They are a minus 130 favorite on the money line. The Golden State Warriors up to seven point favorites now in their game three, uh, game three tilt against the Memphis Grizzlies. That series tied at one game apiece. Looks like the two horse Happy Jack is a little too happy there. He got a little rambunctious and uh, wanted to get out of the gate. I don't know if that's a good sign. I do have a couple of dollars on him to show. And we are off and running the 148th edition of the Kentucky Derby. Of course, they go a mile and a quarter. 
Uh, we'll just have to watch this one, James, and uh, see if we can sweat out a winner here. I can't quite tell which horse is out in the lead there. I know there were a the lot four. of the four, the four horse. Okay, yep. currently out in the lead. There was a lot of speed in this race. Now, a speed horse can be good or bad. A lot of times they'll die uh, coming around the last turn. And Zandon, James, is described as a closer. Great closing speed. So let's not get too nervous if he's too far off the pace. We're expecting him to close around that final turn and get to uh, get to the tape before anybody else. Well, and he's around mid middle of the pack right now. And I think as they're starting to, to pace themselves, we know they're about at the half mile mark. Half mile mark went just over 45 seconds, 45 point. 36 seconds. I don't know how the pace works in this and if that's something to be conscious of here as well, Brady, but starting to pile up and get a little tighter. And there's the number 10 trying to get us to Hawaii, Brady. He's squeezing <laughs> up slowly along the rail. Yeah, you've got uh, Messier currently in fourth position. You've got Cyberknife, uh, Cyberknife in the fifth position and Epicenter in the sixth position. Uh, Messier now moves into the third position. So Messier out pretty quickly. We'll see if he can maintain that pace and be there at the end where we want him to be uh the 10 horse up in that pack in the first 10 horses or so james is that what you're saying i think so i think they're coming down the stretch here they are now three quarters of a mile in and messier now to the lead the six horse messier now to the lead in the 148th running of the kentucky derby and uh, we'll see if he can hang on there. And uh, that might cash a ticket for me as well, if I can get Zandon there uh, the behind deuce. him. Here, here he comes now. And is that the 12 horse that is uh, – you've got the three horse in there? I can't exactly see. And now we're coming 21. down. That That is Happy Jack. Look at that. He didn't only show – Happy Jack wins the race. Wow. I told my son, I go, you got to put a couple bucks on him, right? (laughs) Uh, Jack Cannon, indeed. Uh, Maybe I hope he cashed in. Maybe he'll be headed to Hawaii, James. But, uh, boy, that guy was a long shot. The last I looked before they went off, he was at 22 to 1. Was it was it Rich? I, I just saw twenty one. Rich Strike was the number that came across here. Oh, he's at 21. It's not the two. It's 21. Ah, I just saw the two. Yeah, he was an absolute long shot as well. I, I think he was in the neighborhood of 50 to 1. Let me see if I can find those opening lines, or uh, rather the closing lines here. Rich Strike Rich was, strike. and, and he, he came way uh, from the outside as well. Hey, in I fact, think it, Rich Strike was the longest one on the board. Yeah, it, it, 79 to 1 is wow. the price I'm seeing here. And he was in the very outside post. He was in the 20 hole, which is typically where you do not see winners come from. So, boy, uh, you know, I can't imagine there's a ton of betters who cleaned up on that one. But uh, whoever did, what a nice hit at 79 to 1. 79 to 1, you bet. Well, I think if you're getting involved, yeah, you've – Looking at some of the the higher, we talked about the 10 and some of the, the shorter shots out there. Look, 21's still getting fired up. He's getting fired up with one of these <laughs> other horses out there. He's ready to celebrate right now. I think they're trying to get him under control. But but I think, uh, yeah, a 79 to 1. I saw him at 99. I know the the one, the graphic that we had at one point, Rich Strike was 99 to 1. There's a payoff. Somebody's going to Hawaii, Brady, for sure. That is massive, and we'll have to see. Uh, it certainly means a lot who came in second and third. Uh, for the betting public, and I was not able to see just yet uh, who finished second and third to Rich Strike. But uh, boy, what an upset there in the neighborhood of 79 to 100 to 1. Uh, Rich Strike gets it done in the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby. Let's talk about that Giants game we were uh, going to get to earlier, the Bay Area double dip, not the Las Vegas double dip, but the Bay Area double dip. You can go catch a few innings of the Giants game and then run over to the Chase Center and catch the Warriors game. The Giants have been in a little bit of a tailspin here. They've lost five in a row, and they've dropped to just half a game ahead of the Diamondbacks, who are in last place in the National League West. And by the way, all five teams in the National League West division are above 500. Uh, The Cardinals, meanwhile, they have won three in a row, and they're nipping at the heels of the Milwaukee Brewers in the National League Central uh, James, the Giants and the Cardinals, uh, they will go to first pitch in about uh, just five minutes from now. It'll be Southpaw Stephen Matz taking on the Giants' ace Logan one, uh, Logan Webb. Both pitchers are off to a 3-1 and one start, and the Giants minus 130 on the money line with a total of seven. What do you think? By the way, it's Buster Posey Day yeah. at Oracle Park today. 
I was just going to mention that, Brady, for whatever that's worth when you factor in a handicap, at least from the crowd's perspective. They're going to fill the stands there and, and be excited to to celebrate the career, that a tremendous career, a Hall of Fame career that was Buster Posey. And you just think about the World Series runs that they made and his ability not only behind the plate, hitting the baseball too, but his his leadership that he brought to that team with those championships over that decade run that they had. I mean, tr- tremendous players. So I think from a, the fans' perspective, they'll definitely be hyped and ready to get after it and and celebrate D- Buster Posey Day. But I think here, I was looking at the weather, and that's what I really wanted to see because thinking about the – you know how that park plays already and the wind and how it swirls and the the, the weird power alley, especially out in right center, and, and the challenges that it, that it – really has for especially for opposing teams having to come in there well looking at the weather forecast when i looked at this game earlier they were talking about winds blowing out strong winds between 20 to 25 miles an hour out to right center so more of a challenge from that perspective yeah it's still sitting here roughly around 20 miles an hour maybe it's calmed down a little bit but with this pitching matchup i think maybe that's the the issue here with logan webb you mentioned logan webb and you know, he's really struggled over the last couple starts, really has gotten tagged. 18 hits, six earned runs over those two starts, just not being able to miss. He's not missing bats. He does keep the ball down, however, so a lot more ground balls flyouts or than flyouts. But, you know, for the Cardinals, the other side with Steven Matz, he's pitched pretty well in his career. Four starts against the Cardinals. He has an ERA just a tick under two in those starts. Again, short sample size, I guess, for Steven Matz in this respect. But sometimes, I don't know, Brady, you, you, you're you very familiar with the San Francisco Giants, how that park plays out there and the wind and how swirling that could be and just the dimensions out there. And again, particularly out in center and right center, the power alley. When it is windy like this and it is blowing out to right center at 20 miles an hour or so, how much of a challenge is that not only for the players, but from a handicapping perspective of wanting to get involved with this game? Yeah, you know, I, I think I would lean more towards the side here and look to back the Giants and their ace, Logan Webb. Now, you know, we talked about how hot the Cardinals are as of late. Uh, they started off the season a little bit slow, but they've really found their stride here, and they're looking to catch the Milwaukee Brewers here in the National League Central. But the Giants, having lost five straight and now they get their ace on the hill. And I do think it means a little bit, Buster Posey Day, uh, you know, a special day there at Oracle Park. I mean, the Giants know they have to turn this thing around. And I don't know if it would matter if they had another pitcher on the hill, but because their ace is on the hill, uh, I think they know that this is a good spot for them. As far as the total, I, I just don't know what to tell you, James. Both of these pitchers are really good. Steven Matz off to a great start. And the Giants certainly do have a few left-handers in their lineup. Brandon Belt, I don't know if he's going to be in the lineup today. I believe he was put on the COVID reserve list and uh, may miss a couple of weeks here. I don't think he's going to be in the lineup today for San Francisco. Uh, but I probably wouldn't mess with the total if I was going to bet the game. I would uh, bet on San Francisco breaking that losing streak and put one in the win column here. When we come back on the other side, we'll uh, look at the other half of the Bay Area double dip and handicap the Golden State Warriors in their matchup with the Memphis Grizzlies. By the way, uh, the final four there in the Kentucky Derby, Rich Strike, your winner at a massive price. And then it got a little bit chalky from there. You had Epicenter, a, t- a horse we talked about. He went off as the favorite. He finished second. And our guy Zandon finished third, James. And then Simplification rounded out the Superfecta coming in fourth place there at the Kentucky Derby. We'll be back with more basketball talk here. Warriors and Grizzlies when we come back on the other side of the VEASAN Bet Center. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or get your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash one zero. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the VEASAN Bet Center. Rich strike, a rich strike indeed, if you had that horse at, in the neighborhood of 80-1 to 1 to win the Kentucky Derby. Epicenter finishes second, and Zandon finishes third. Those were the two favorites heading into the run for the Roses. And then Simplification finishes in fourth, rounding out the Superfecta. The Houston Astros take care of business against the Detroit Tigers. They were trailing 2-1 to one for most of the ball game, but able, but were able to get a couple of runs home uh, in the ninth inning, I believe it was, to win this one 3-2. to two. And I was on the Astros today, laid a big price with Houston over Detroit. Happy to get that one in the win column. They are in the top of the ninth inning right now at Fenway Park. The Boston Red Sox holding on to a one to nothing lead over the Chicago White Sox. I had the under in this game on Friday night. That was a winner. I should have went back to the well for the under in this one as well. Just one to nothing right now in the top of the ninth inning. And it looks like uh, the hockey season may be over for the Nashville Predators here pretty soon. Now seven to three. Colorado is up on Nashville, and now this is a final. That one does not get over the in-game total of 10.5, despite two more goals by the Colorado Avalanche. But uh, absolute domination, James, and we kind of expected this after that all-out effort by the Preds that was not able to get home on uh, Thursday night, I believe it was, up in the Mile High City. We didn't figure they would have much gas left in the tank, and this series was probably already a mismatch to begin with, and Colorado obviously looking to close this out in four in a four game sweep coming up in Nashville. I believe that game will be on Monday. Well, and I think for, for the Avs really turned it up in that second period. They go to intermission after the first period, knowing that their goalie Darcy Kemp, Darcy Kemper, I haven't heard, I haven't seen anything yet as far as his status of what you know he got. Really, it was just an inadvertent stick right through the mask, right into his eye, and I haven't heard how to to what degree. He su- what injury he suffered with that, but he did not look good going off the ice. And I think, yes, for this series, not going to be very impactful with him not being there if he's not able to make it in game four and if the Avs are able to, to close this out and sweep the, sweep the Nashville Predators. But definitely something going to have to keep an eye on what is his status because I think for Kemper in goal, it is a huge drop-off if he is not in there for the Colorado Avs. The Pittsburgh Penguins and New York Rangers are underway. Game three in this series with it currently tied at one game apiece. And Pittsburgh's already on the board just about three and a half minutes into this contest. And they lead the Rangers one to nothing. They went off at about even money. The Rangers were road favorites at minus 120. No price on the board here in the live market right now, but your in-game total remains at six and a half. No change there despite the early goal by the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, the second half of the Bay Area double dip. We mentioned the Golden State Warriors. They will tip off for game three against the Memphis Grizzlies at the Chase Center in San Francisco. And the Warriors 
opened as a six and a half point favorite with a total of 226 and a half. This game will tip off in about an hour and 15 minutes from now. And James, currently the Warriors are seven point favorites. The spread has gone up. The total has come down to 225 and a half. What have you taken away from this series so far? And where do you stand on game three tonight? I, I mean, there's not what else remains to be said about John Morant and just the how unguardable he is, at least for this Warriors team. I mean, sensational game two. He had to carry that team, obviously, with Dylan Brooks being tossed early in the first quarter of that matchup. And really, it all fell on Morant's shoulders and what a tremendous performance being able to step up. And they just couldn't stay in front of him. I mean, he was able to get to the rim wherever they where whenever he wanted to. He scored at all three levels. They started to just back off of him and dare him to shoot threes. Well, he could he couldn't miss from outside shooting three pointers either. And twelve, what he have he had five threes. That's and we know that's not his strength. And he took a lot of shots. Now I think that's the piece there where taking twelve three pointers. If that's the case tonight, doesn't and it's not. It's not going to be favorable for the Memphis Grizzlies here. That is not his strength. We know his strength is getting to the rim. But once again, not going to have Brooks in this matchup for the Grizzlies. So how is this going to play out on the Grizzlies side? Now having to go out on the road, they were able to to win that game in game two on the back of on the back of Morant. But now you're going to go on the road. It's a young team and you're going to be going into this environment against a veteran laden championship caliber team. You know, the mindset and the metal that we've seen from the from the big three with the Warriors. And I think that really carries and permeates within that locker room building. It's just the you just see the the confidence, especially a player, a young player like Jordan Poole that he plays with. Now he plays with a lot of confidence, whether they're playing on the road or at home. But I think probably my biggest concern for the Warriors right now is Clay Thompson. And watching that game, too, we know he's never been one to be able to put the ball on the deck and create his own shot. A lot of times he's a catch-and-shoot guy. He's going to move well with without the basketball, off the ball to, to catch the ball. And he's, he's going to have his shot fakes and pound, dribble, and square up and, and be able to get his open looks from that perspective. But he's not going to be one that's going to create a shot for himself. And what I noticed with Clay Thompson is a few things. His, and and to, I guess to be expected, Brady because his feet just look heavy he looked in that game too he really looked he he, I think the legs maybe and think about the injuries that he sustained over the last few years with the ACL as well as the Achilles injury just a lot to to have to overcome along with all the playoff miles that he has on those legs really looked slow-footed in that game and and not only on the on the offensive side but the defensive side as well Really just, and nobody could stay in front of Morant, but I think that's something I want to see is a bounce back performance from a shooting perspective where you're going to see that at Clay Thompson. He's too good a shooter to, to have as to, to have another poor game shooting the basketball two of 12 in that game too against the, against the Grizzlies. We're going to see a much better performance shooting the basketball, but I think what the Grizzlies have done, what I've noticed too in the first two games, Brady is they're not helping off of him. They're sticking to Clay Thompson. So whoever they assign to guard him, they're facing him up. They're not going to step back in a help position. They're going to take away his catch and shoot ability and make him have to work more off uh, not only off the move off the screen but also off the bounce which he's really not that's not his strength so it's been a good job by Memphis what I want to see is how do the Warriors counter that or if they're going to still play and they're still going to be in a denied position not to help that's going to create some driving lanes to that side if Clay's out on that wing free throw line extended area are the Warriors going to look at that and, and attack from that side, knowing that they may not have as much help playing off of Thompson? So let's see. That's something I want to see going in early in this game. What does the defense look like on on the Grizzly side? And can Clay Thompson be able to find that shooting stroke and maybe find a little pep in his step tonight? Yeah, I think it's a very interesting point that you bring up, and I totally agree with you. Clay just looked a little out of sorts, and a lot of that was missing those shots, two for 12, as you mentioned, and a lot of them were very close, too, kind of in and out, just rimming out, but you're right. He looked a step slower. Uh, by the way, the New York Rangers tie up this hockey game with the Pittsburgh Penguins just six minutes in, and they are at one apiece. Your in-game total has now moved to seven. Uh, Clay's defense was pretty darn good on John Morant in that game one, really forced John Morant on that final layup. He was able to kind of block him off there and make uh, Morant make a tough shot that ended up banking off of the uh, glass and missing, which would have won the game there for the Memphis Grizzlies. But that was, and Clay's obviously throughout his career been known for very good defense. But I agree with you in game two, everything was off half a step. 
step, and we'll see if he bounces back here at home tonight. James, I'll ask you, do you think there's anything to it? Uh, you mentioned Dylan Brooks being he's going to be suspended for this game, that flagrant foul that he had on Gary Payton Jr., who unfortunately fractured his elbow and will probably be out for a couple weeks, could be back if the Warriors are able to advance in the playoffs here. Uh, but you wonder if the Warriors are, are kind of, you know, a little bit ticked off, not only about that, but then there was at the end of the game where John ja Morant popped off a little bit to Steph Curry. And, you know, after 47 points and getting a win at home in front of your home crowd, I understand the emotion, and I don't mind any of that. But you talked about this championship medal. We know how experienced the Warriors are. I wonder if there's a little bit of a motivation factor there for Golden State. And when I first looked at this spread, I thought six and a half or seven points was kind of a lot. Um, but apparently the betters don't think so. And I wonder if maybe that, uh, you know, revenge mentality and what they saw uh, the Memphis Grizzlies do to a couple of their players in that game two victory plays into this at all. I think for a championship caliber team, you're going to try to find any edge you can. And they, they've been around. They've, they have that veteran savvy about them. If that's what it takes to put something on the, on the locker room bulletin board to get you fired up, I think being in this position here, getting that win, the first win in that game one, to be able to split the series, in this case here on the road, come back home. I think the environment is going to be tremendous there for Golden State. But you know, uh, from from a motivated motivation perspective, uh, they'll be bring, they'll be ready to bring it. I want to see if Stephen Adams is supposed to come back. He was on COVID protocol. What is that going to mean to this matchup for the Grizzlies defensively on the boards? Because the Warriors have absolutely pounded the offensive glass against the Grizzlies. Thirty rebounds on the offensive side in the first two games. Has Stephen Adams helped clean that up? A lot of things that are going to be really keep an eye on as this game progresses. The Chicago White Sox have tied it up in the ninth inning with the Boston Red Sox now at one apiece. Cleveland leading Toronto in game two of that doubleheader, three to two, and the Pirates leading the Cincinnati Reds, four to two. We'll be right back with more of the VEASAN Bet Center in just a moment. This is Bet Center on VEASAN, the sports betting network. First two hockey games look like they're going to go over the total today. The Colorado Avalanche knocked off the Nashville Predators 7-3. And right now, another goal for the Pittsburgh Penguins. 2-1, they lead the New York Rangers. A power play tally there for the Pens. And we aren't even halfway through the first period yet. Your in-game total now moves to 8. The Penguins Minus one and a half goals are plus 110. Currently a two to one lead for the Pens in a series that is tied at one game apiece. In Major League Baseball, the Pittsburgh Pirates leading the Cincinnati Reds four to two. Milwaukee and Atlanta just underway and still scoreless in the home half of the first inning. St. Louis is on the board. They get a run in the top of the first inning at San Francisco. San Francisco now coming to bat in the bottom half of the first. They're still tied in Boston. Boston now batting in the home half of the ninth inning, one-to-one with the Chicago White Sox and the Guardians leading the Toronto Blue Jays in the second of their doubleheader, four-to-two. Uh, James, of course, we were talking NBA. It'll be game three tonight in San Francisco with the Memphis Grizzlies and the uh, Golden State Warriors. The Warriors favored in that one by seven. Your total at 225 and a half. I, I want to talk about some of the numbers to win the NBA championship. And I know you have some positions on who will get to the finals and, and some interesting bets, certainly, that you have made. But if you look at the board Across DraftKings, BetMGM, and our friends at BetRivers, the Suns are the overwhelming favorite uh, at all three sports books. But BetMGM has the highest price at two to one. The others close behind, around plus one eighty-five or plus one ninety. The Warriors are the second choice at about plus three forty, uh, as low as three to one at BetRivers. The Celtics are the third choice, both the Celtics and the Heat at plus 475 at DraftKings. They're 5-1 to one at Bet Rivers. And then you get into the Bucks, the Grizzlies, the 76ers, and the Mavericks. It's kind of interesting that the Mavericks are the biggest long shot, but I guess that's because they have to go through Golden State and the Suns, the two favorites, if they're going to win the finals. Any bets in this market at any of these three sports books that you like and talk about your bets that you already have as well that are a little bit of a futures finalist as well. Well, 
you miss the numbers, right? I think these numbers are too short, at least for the top favorites, the, the higher seeds, if you're talking about in the West with the Suns and the Warriors. Those numbers are too short right now, and, and I think eventually both those teams will meet each other in the finals, Suns and Warriors. Competitive series for sure that they're going to have to get through in these in the semifinal round, but then you look at what that price is going to be, and you look at not only having to win – have to get out of the West, but then you're going to go into the finals. Is it going to be Boston, Milwaukee, maybe even Miami? I still, obviously with my bets, I'm hoping it's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. But I think if you weren't able, at least for me, able to get in on a better number at the beginning of the season or sometime during the season, you look at these numbers now and it's just too short to get involved with, especially you look at the path. There's no clear path for any of those teams of the remaining top seeds in either the Western or the Eastern Conference. So, that's why I kind of was looking around to see, well, what other options are out there? And that's that's the beautiful thing now about having it legalized here. Sports betting in Colorado, Brady, is such a just such a wide. We talk about the lane and the sports betting lane. Well, talk about the menu when it comes to different options to be able to get involved in betting. Yeah, it doesn't fall on for me the best that I have to for one particular team to have to win the title. I just want to get the teams to the title, and sometimes they'll they'll jockey these numbers around. So, case in point, we were talking earlier about, and I was on, I was on our show last Sunday with Femi, and we were watching and talking about that game one matchup, and it was in progress. The Bucks against the Celtics on the road and I think it was around I was actually at halftime and I went in and I looked at the numbers and it was still up it was still posted and the number that I had with the Warriors to beat the Bucks and then the Bucks to beat the Warriors both of those were at 20 to 1 and obviously you're making two bets there so not only do both teams have to get to the finals but now you're putting two bets out as opposed to one bet but really it was betting the number at 20 to 1 and the fact that it was still live and still available while the Bucks are sitting there with the lead at halftime in Boston. I just thought that number was too long. And so I got involved with that number from that side, but it's a 21 bet. Ultimately it's a 19 to one bet. Now it's more risk because you have two, you have two bets involved and you, you need to have multiple teams have to get to the finals. I'm not even picking the winner here. I don't know who's going to win that series. If in fact it does play out Brady, but I was just trying to find ways that I could get a little more, more at, you know, get a little more bang for the dollar there when you're talking about 20 to one or the bet that I have currently also with, and this was back. Oh, back in the first round or was it before the first round uh, where it's the Suns to get to the finals against the Bucks. That one's sitting at 10 to 1. Those are better prices and that's why I got involved from that perspective because these numbers that we're talking about in particular with these shorter favorites, I, the Grizzlies aren't going to get to the finals and win. I don't, well, don't want to deal with anything with James Harden and the Philadelphia 76ers. So these shorter numbers, I just wanted to find a better price and that's the vehicle that I chose to go and put multiple bets in but much longer shots. The Pittsburgh Penguins now out to a 3-1 to lead over the New York Rangers and under eight minutes left to go in the first period. Already four goals on the board, and your in-game total is just at 8.5. Interesting number there. If the scoring continues, uh, that might be a good overplay. Uh, it opened at 6.5. It went to 7, then went to 7.5. It hasn't moved up drastically, really, but the scoring has been drastic. Already four goals on the board. 3-1 to Penguins with about seven minutes left in the first period in the Steel City. I want to shift gears here, James, and talk a little NFL. Uh, A guy that was right down the street from you, Drew Locke, and Pete Carroll's been talking that this guy is going to be the starter uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Of course, Baker Mayfield has been in the conversation. Uh, You don't figure he is going to be a Cleveland Brown this coming season. I mean, are they going to have to release him? Obviously, they have Deshaun Watson there. How many games will he may may or may not be suspended? for Cleveland. Uh, So some interesting quarterback talk there between Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, and Drew Locke. You figured that Seattle might be a player in the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes, but apparently Drew Locke is their guy right now. Well, I'm you already got one temperamental quarterback. Why would you want to bring on another one when we were talking about <laughs> Baker Mayfield pairing him up there with Drew Locke? And that's the issue with Locke. Locke's got the physical talent. He's got the arm strength, and he has he can make all the throws. Tremendous physical ability from the quarterback standpoint with his arm, but it's between the ears. He never ingratiated himself in that locker room with the Denver Broncos. I think there's just a certain sense of entitlement about him that, that comes in. I mean, his mom got into it with the front office and the ownership with the Broncos on social media. Like, you, 
You know, if you're the leader of this team, the last thing you want to have is mommy having to go on social media and defend you when it comes to your character and your ability, your abilities as a leader. And that did not play out well with the coaching staff, did not play out well with his teammates. And you're hearing it now. You can read between the lines. I'm talking about the Broncos and the, the carryover and the holdovers on that roster that were playing the last few years with Drew Locke. They are. They've been. And of course, you're going to get Russell Wilson. You're going to say plenty of good. And there's plenty of accolades to be to to put out there for your new teammate when Russell Wilson is coming in. But there's been a lot of talk about we finally have the piece that we need. There's a lot of things being said that because clearly in that locker room with Drew Locke, they just didn't trust him from a leadership standpoint and then being able to make good decisions out there on the field. And as a young quarterback, we know those things take time. But if you're if if you're not willing to have some humility. I think that was probably some of the bigger pieces that were rubbed the, the Broncos front office and the coaching staff the wrong way and his teammates as well. Just not being accountable, not having some humility as far as a young player coming in. And and now moving on to Seattle, I mean, it's uh, Seattle's just starting over. Ultimately, it's a, it's a rebuild there. I can't imagine that they would want to try to make a move for Baker Mayfield. Now you're going to have two, again, like I said, two temperamental quarterbacks having to come in and battle it out. I mean, so many things are going to be said outside the locker room and off the field. You don't need those distractions. So I think for Seattle, I just, again, well, I'm thinking about what I would do, not what they would do, but I suspect they would be able to read read the tea leaves as well and be like, yeah, let's just deal with one, let's just deal with one temperamental quarterback. Let's not double our, our, our frustration and bring on another one in Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Seattle, a long shot, the longest shot there in the NFC West division to win the Super Bowl at 80 to 1. Let's talk about another NFC West division team, and that would be the San Francisco 49ers. They are still in the neighborhood of 12 or 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. And of course, they had the Debo Samuel issue, issue lingering. And then they've also got the Jimmy Garoppolo issue. And I don't think it would be such a bad thing for the 49ers to have Jimmy Garoppolo around and continue to mentor Trey Lance. It seems like those guys get along real well. Uh, there's certainly a salary cap issue with Jimmy Garoppolo. Would Seattle possibly pursue Jimmy Garoppolo in the same division. Do you think, James, if Garoppolo leaves, if Debo Samuel leaves, I personally think Samuel is going to stay. Do you see any drastic change on the odds board here as far as winning the conference or the Super Bowl for the San Francisco 49ers, no matter what happens? I mean, from that drastic standpoint, with no Garoppolo, no Samuel, I believe absolutely. I mean, those are especially Samuel. I don't think I agree, Brady. I don't see Samuel leaving, but he's also seeing how these receivers are getting paid, right? You're talking about some of these big, massive contracts that they're getting. Well, he wants to get a, his piece too. As a young as a young player, he's going into his final year, the fourth year of his contract. Was not a number one pick. He was the number two pick overall. But the fact that he is rushing the football as much as he has, he knows the tenure of running backs and the amount of hits that they take is short lived in the National Football League. He's got to try to put some stance and use some leverage based on his abilities on that field to try to get some money I can't imagine Samuel leaves that team and I think it says something that the 49ers did draft a running back this year as well we'll come back and talk some fight game with our man Kevin Ioli right here in the bet center I'm Katia Adler host of the global story over the last 25 years I've covered conflicts in the Middle East political and economic crises in Europe drug cartels in Mexico now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vsin.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily baseball bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, the use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59 to be a subscriber all the way through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com slash spring. The Pittsburgh Penguins are pouring it on. We are at two and a half minutes left in the first period, and they lead the New York Rangers four to one. Your in-game total is now at nine. And I know it makes our next guest very happy. Kevin Nioli now joins us. He is the Don of the fight game. He's been a friend of mine for over 20 years. Also a neighbor of mine lives not too far away from myself here in fabulous Las Vegas. Kevin, long time no talk. Great to be with you. And James and I have been talking all show long the first Saturday in May. What a what a great day on the sports calendar with everything going long, going on. And I know you're thrilled about your Penguins, but I want to start in the octagon. The, the first Saturday in May, I always think of the Vegas double dip. You, you go bet the Derby and then you have the prize fight at night and we'll get to Canelo. But I want to first start with UFC 274. That'll take place in the other desert down in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, you've got the main event between Oliveira and Gaethje. And what does it mean to you? It, it, what does you think it means to both of these fighters, the fact that Oliveira missed weight? And, and with all that you know, do you think it provides an advantage for either fighter? You know, I don't, in this case, a lot of times when a fighter misses weight, it's really bad for him because, you know, they try to, uh, they have to cut weight and they really push themselves to make it, Brady. But I think this time, you know, uh, Charles had a problem with the scale where he got on a scale in the back and it said he was on weight and then he got to the official scale. So he was kind of surprised. He had actually tweeted before he got on the scale, said, I'm on weight, I'm good. And then he was shocked that he did. So I don't think that he really had a big issue. You know, now the issue is it cost him 30% of his purse for missing it. Uh, but in terms of, you know, competitiveness in the fight, I don't think it'll make a difference whatsoever. Kevin, so I want, can, can you take us through your process as a fight handicapper? I think about Brady and myself, and and when we talk about the NFL, uh, definitely for myself, we, we talk a lot about injury reports, practice reports, and I typically don't get involved in getting a position on a, a football game until I'm secure with said injuries or practice status. How about you when it comes to weigh-ins? Do you get, uh, how much do you play into that? Maybe not for this particular fight here as you think right. it's not going to really impact Oliveira, but as a, overall as a fight handicapper, how much do weigh-ins play into your final handicap before you take a position? 
You know, I think you have to take it into account, especially, you know, you see some fighters get on the scale and they look like death. You know, they had trouble making it. They got that sunken uh, look in their eyes um, and, and they have no life. And, and, and that may, gives you pause. Like, you know, it wouldn't maybe take me off of that person, but certainly, you know, it would. It definitely wouldn't put me on a person, right, if I see that. And so it is a factor. You know, Conor McGregor, especially when he was fighting at uh, featherweight, used to always look terrible, but he was able to perform. But not many of them do. You know, usually when you look at them on the scale, you know, you get a pretty good hint of of how they're going to perform. You know, if they if they look like they're struggling, um, you know, stay away from them. He is Kevin Ioli. You can find him on Twitter at Kevin I, one of the best in the business as far as the fight game. And I want to ask you about another bout on the main card, Kevin. That's Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson. Uh, it is certainly a main card bout, but the odds are pretty drastic. Uh, you've got uh, Chandler as nearly a minus 400 favorite. And I wonder if Tony Ferguson, does he have the ability to withstand the force that Chandler is going to you know, present to him and the ability to keep this fight interesting at all? You know, when you look at the, um, you know, Chandler's coming in off back-to-back losses. You know, he lost to Oliveira last year in, in May. Um, he won the first round big. Then he thinks he has to fight one, and he and he gets finished in the second round. Uh, and then he comes back, and he loses to Justin Gaethje. Um, you know, so no shame in that. Tony Ferguson's lost three in a row, and, and one of his was to Justin Gaethje. But the other two he didn't really get beaten up that badly in. I think this is a really fascinating fight. I kind of like Chandler in the fight because, you know, I, I like this wrestling-heavy style that he has. Um, now, Chandler a lot of times goes away from his wrestling. Uh, but, you know, I think you're going to see him today try to uh, to grapple a little bit with Tony, wrestle a little bit uh, with him, and, and take some of Tony's uh, dangerous moves away from him. But, you know, I—, I I'm surprised at the number, right? I thought this would be a closer fight because I think, you know, they, there's there's positives and negatives on both sides for these guys. It's not like Tony Schott and Michael Chandler's, you know, a young guy rising on the way up. You know, I think they're both in similar positions as they go in the fight. They both need this fight. They need to win this fight. So, you know, you're going to, you've got to figure you're going to see the best out of each one of them. But I think Chandler, um, you know, he can, he can really turn to that heavy wrestling style, which Ferguson is a good wrestler as well but i i kind of think chandler that with that double leg he has um you know could be a difference in this fight kevin no how about the other championship fight tonight before the gagey fight in Oliveira? as we're talking about naman junis and carla esparza i'm looking at the number here and esparza is a pretty sizable underdog plus 185 plus 190 in a couple books out here at least out here in colorado can you make a case for the underdog in this championship bout well, 100%. She won the fight the first time they fought. Uh, as far as the choker out, they fought... Uh for the original uh, strawweight championship, uh, Namunas versus Esparza, and Esparza choked her out. Uh, Esparza's on a five-fight winning streak. You know, she's looked really, really good, and she has great wrestling. So, um, you know, you can make a very strong argument uh, to take Carla Esparza. I, I took Rose Namunas because I think she's beaten better people over the last little bit. You know, she's gone uh, through uh, Joanna Yurjajic uh, twice, uh, uh, Wiley Zhang twice. Um, she's really looked good in those fights. Uh, she fought Jessica Andrade twice. She lost one of those fights to Andrade. But, you know, the last one was a very impressive victory. And I think that uh, Rose's game has developed a lot since their first fight. So has Carlos, but Rose has uh, really added a lot of striking in there. And Rose told me the other day something I thought was really interesting. She said, if it was a pure wrestling match, I have improved so much in wrestling now that I could actually hang with her wrestling-wise, which I couldn't do in the first fight. But I think that, you know, when you look at that, that that's why I would I would lean toward Rose. But certainly, you know, if you're if you're an underdog player and you're getting almost two to one for uh, uh, Carla Esparza, that's not a bad spot to be in. Kevin, let's uh, get to the squared circle from the octagon to the boxing ring, and that'll go down at T-Mobile Arena this evening in Las Vegas. Canelo Alvarez against Dimitri Bivol. And uh, you talk about big favorites with Michael Chandler. A bigger yeah. favorite even is is uh, Canelo Alvarez at around minus 600. And, and I wonder if you can make the connection here, if it's applicable. It reminds me a little bit of Floyd Mayweather. This guy was always minus 500, minus 800. 
And at the end of the day, for the really sharp uh, uh, bettors that were betting the fight game, that was cheap because all Floyd did was win, and they would wait until the very last minute, you know, when the, the public would come in and say, oh, my gosh, I got six to one on the dog. I got to take a shot. And they would try and get that favorite price as low as possible right before they went to the fight. Is that something that you figure is going to happen again here with Canelo? Is minus 600 maybe cheap, actually? You know, I would think, you know, there's a, a huge Cinco de Mayo weekend, huge uh, uh, weekend uh, for Mexican uh, fans and a lot of Mexican Canelo Alvarez fans come to Las Vegas. I think, you know, this is one of those times where maybe it's not the smart money that moves the line, but the, the public money. And I think you're going to see a lot of those small bets on uh, Canelo. So I, I have a feeling the line may go up, you know, now at some point, you know, you hit a point of no return, but you know, uh, Bivol is not that well known and the public I think is really going to be all over Canelo and just firing money on Canelo the entire way. Um, so I, I, I think, you know, especially given, you know, the Cinco de Mayo weekend, uh, you know, all the people that are in town for that. So, I think it's going to go up. You know, this is one of the lower numbers that we've seen for a recent Canelo fight. You know, he's been higher than this prime, you know, for a lot of his uh, more recent fights, you know, and that talks a little bit to Bivol, who's, you know, not only a bigger guy in terms of the weight class than Canelo, but, you know, taller, you know, bigger reach. And, and he also has good boxing skill. All right, Kevin, great stuff. We've got to get you out of here. Enjoy the fights tonight, both in the octagon and the ring. And, of course, uh, enjoy the Penguins, 4-1 to one after one period over New York. You, you make me smile when I heard that one. Thanks, Brady. See you guys. <laughs> all right, that is Kevin Ioli. He'll be uh, all over the fights tonight. Check him out on Twitter at Kevin I. You can follow along if you're not able to watch the fights. He certainly does a great job updating round by round on his Twitter timeline. We'll be right back with some more. Another hour in the books here on, on the VSIN Bet Center. We'll be right back with hour number three here on the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.